nothing more powerful than looking in the mirror. Hello, I'm Mark Smith, and welcome to this week's message of The Perfect Storm. You know, we've traveled down a winding road with these segments of The Perfect Storm, and I truly hope these segments will be a valuable resource for you when the time arises. You know, we started from pulling over in our storms, basically we're talking about perseverance, to our breakdown of the meaning of the word storm surviving trials and obstacles to remain motivated so at that point it was truly important to look at our daily routines and our habits the ability to honor adversity before ignoring tests which truly shaped our views and actions which took us to the last time we got together to make a strong case for our decisions a decision i feel that runs alongside with habit and that decision is how do we choose to live Remember, I said, are we living? Do we choose to live or do we exist? Remember, I said live was life's infectious vulnerability to excuses. Just as a quick reminder, if you miss any of those, please visit anchor.fm forward slash Mark dash V dash Smith. Or you can simply go to Spotify and look up Mark Smith, the process, and you can revisit those key messages. All right. So if you recall our conversation a few weeks ago. I mentioned something that I discovered that was factual and aligns with the perfect storm. Hopefully, let me ask you, did you write that down? (laughs) Some of you did, and I'm sure some of you didn't. But let me tell you what that was. I said, words lie, actions lie, but consistency doesn't lie. Do you recall that? You know, far too often, our happiness and sadness are dependent on other individuals or situations. Even more concerning is how this drove some to destructive measures within their lives. You know, I recall a memory of one of my first jobs back in high school. Zettler Hardware, right there on East Broad Street. You know, my boss, I'm just going to call him Rick for right now, who always appeared to be in a bad mood. You know, simply because it seemed he always compared his life to the general manager's lifetime. He would all, always mention how the general manager had, on, had only been with the company for less than two years and, and how he had started out just as a simple stock boy and ascended to the top overnight. Now, obviously, <laughs> there was a strong stench of jealousy, but also I could feel a sense of admiration as well. But before I left that position, the general manager, Tom again, came to the store to update us on changes that um, were, were important to the company. And my boss, Rick, was admiring his new vehicle that he had pulled up in and, more importantly, the suit that he had on. So Rick abruptly interrupted this meeting and said, Tom, you're the best general manager we can ever ask for. (laughs) Tom's reply was simple. He said, Rick, I believe in treating people right, maintaining a positive attitude, and most most importantly, ensuring my words don't turn into lies. Words. Watching others' rewards to determine success. All right, let's hit it. We're going to start with the W and watching. Do any of you recall the days when, (laughs) let's just say, you did something wrong and uh, Mr. or Mrs. Neighbor saw you do it? You know, the neighborhood? What happened? Don't know about you, but depending on, on the trouble I was creating, Mr. or Mrs. Neighbor would spank me or scold me pretty bad. Then you know what was happening next. (laughs) They would call my parents and, well, that was a tough one. You know you embarrassed the family, so you know what's going to happen to you when you got home. 
When I was growing up, my grandmother would, would tell us um, something very simple. She said, watch what you do because the night has a thousand eyes, meaning someone is always watching whatever you do. We live in a society one could say is nosy, but the matter of fact is we are always being watched for various reasons. Take the example I mentioned above with Tom. And he has spent time so so much of his time watching and watching and comparing himself to others, comparing Rick's success to his own life and where he was within the company. Too many times, and more importantly, humanistically, we do this, but for what? A simple, practical solution for all of us is to understand who we truly are, where we truly stand, and what personally how we personally take responsibility to where we are and where we're going to go, no matter who is watching. So let's move to the O, others. <laughs> Why do we spend so many countless hours in our life discussing others? You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I was so guilty of, of this pointless waste of good breath and time that I will never see again. The great thing about our lives is we are all unique and created like others. But there's always another side that deserves to be recognized in your quest for growth. Those who have helped, helped you with words of encouragement, perhaps a meal, sometimes financially in critical times. So I don't want to throw all others in the bad bucket. But my point is that remember others can't be allowed to be placed in a position of mental or spiritual power over your destiny. Others cannot, will not, shall not define your success. That is in your control, not in the hands of others. So let's go to the R. We talked about rewards. Well, you know, this could be quite a gray area that admiration and or jealousy can grab a hold of one. You know, most people like the fact to feel needed, feel as though their contribution um, to whatever matters, right? I would I would not be truthful with you today or any day if I would run and say it didn't matter in my life at one point. A true difference maker is how much this consumes an individual and what are the steps that they are taking should this should the reward not be given to them. You know, one of the things I spoke about earlier in one of the earlier episodes in, in um, uh, part one of the process when I talked about no. Remember, that was knowledge necessary to obtain wisdom was a conversation I had with a former high school football coach, Bob Stewart. Bob sat me down, uh, Coach Stewart, excuse me, sat me down and, and asked, posed a question. He said, son, do you love to win more than you hate to lose? Which made me realize that seeking rewards are truly inconsequential for me and even for you. Experiencing success within, understanding the steps you need to become whole, perhaps is the greatest reward. Now, let's finish with the last one that I coupled together. Determined success. One of the greatest things in life people lose sight of is that we are truly the author of our own story. We're in control of the pen and paper that creates the bestseller. Sadly, and so sadly, some have allowed society to dictate and determine success. Now, revisiting the example I used in earlier in the message, some feel material items determine success, and that's truly all they seek. 
Some are listening and some are saying, <laughs> I work hard and deserve nice things. And guess what? If you said that, you're absolutely right. But is that what defines or determines your success? And wrapping up words, they hold a key to so many things that aren't a constant. Thus, they have the propensity to, as I said before, lie. Let me read a classic example as I close today. There were a group of frogs who were traveling through the woods, and two of them fell into a deep pit. When the other frogs saw how deep the pit was, they told the two frogs that were in, they were in there, <laughs> you're as good as dead. The two frogs ignored the, the comments at first and tried to jump out, tried to keep jumping. They jumped, 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 tried to jump out the pit with all their might. The other frogs kept yelling at them, give up, <laughs> that they all were good, good as dead. No need in trying. Finally, one of the frogs took heed to what the other frogs were saying and he gave up. He fell down and died. While the other frog continued to jump as hard as he could. Once again, the crowd of frogs yelled at him to stop the pain and just die. He jumped even harder and finally made it out. When he got out, the other frog said, did you not hear us? The frog explained to them that he had mud in his ears and couldn't hear them. He thought they were encouraging, encouraging him the entire time. This story is a reminder that our words have an immense power. They have a power to encourage and discourage. How we interpret them and also give them power. We can respond with discouragement and just give up. Or we can listen to those who cheer us on and, and achieve greater things that we could possibly even imagine. Words lie. Actions lie. Consistency doesn't lie. You know, this message may not be for you today, but some of you really need to hear it. Within the perfect storm, there are components each time we get together that helpfully encourage you, lift you, keep you, as I always say, growing forward. You know, as we begin to close down this subject, honestly, think about what's important to you. Begin or continue to write the consistent chapters in your bestseller that the world needs to read. Thank each of you who reached out to me last week for the birthday wishes. I truly appreciate it. There's not a day that doesn't go by that, that I'm not trying to get better from the day before and from the year before that. And to do this for one simple reason, and always remember that reason, is that your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. I want each of you to have a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. Tasha. Mom, Mama Sarah, I love you very, very much. To my, to my leaders of the world coming to the future, y'all better get ready. Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, and Ivy. Poppy loves you very much, babies, and I'll see you soon.